Hi and welcome to Healthy Life Hacks. I'm Jennifer Jeffries, the present day wise woman, a realistic naturopath coming to you from the surfing beaches of Australia. This podcast is for those of you who are wanting to really rock your life and health and live from a place of prevention. Let's get into today's episode. Jen, what do I do? I've got these aches and pains. They're kind of all over. They come, they go. Sometimes I'm stiff. Sometimes it's just like extreme tiredness. My muscles, like I just can't move them. My sleep's crap. Just everything's tough. Like, you know, you kind of lose a bit of hope with it. Gosh, if I could have a dollar for every time I've heard that. I have seen so many people with what is called fibromyalgia over the last decade. It's just gone through the roof. And so I wanted to touch on, um, just touch on a few things that I've found can help people manage fibromyalgia. So what is it first? Really simple. It's it's marked by uh, a common group of symptoms, usually pain and muscle stiffness in particular. And they move and they move in intensity. Sometimes it's there all the time and you'll, and you'll get, a flare-up where it'll just get ah, bigger, worse, different times of day, those things. And it'll stay for days, weeks, or months. And it's just about learning how to manage it. So different to arthritis, okay? So with arthritis generally, and then there's many forms of arthritis, I get it. But generally, there'll be some kind of inflammation that can exacerbate symptoms, increase the pain. Where if fibromyalgia, there's not always um, inflammation. So the pain, yeah, like aching, stiffness, tiredness in in muscles, that's where it is. So incredible fatigue, uh, tired, just like have to just be there, lay down, sleep can be crappy, things like IBS, so tummy pains and bloating and, and diarrhea and fluctuating and brain fog and, and just lots of things. And we've really seen it grow so much in the last decade so a person can have a whole range of the symptoms. You know, it's not just they have one thing. They can have many things going on. And they can increase temporarily during a flare-up. So, uh, and like I said, a flare-up can last anything from a few days to a few weeks or a few months. I've seen people with months. So what I've also seen is that fibromyalgia or people who get fibromyalgia, they they it runs in emotional stress. So emotions like guilt, partly because doctors can't quite work out what it is and how to classify it properly. So there's a lot of emotion that runs around. There's a lot of emotion about letting people down. When a, when a flare-up can just come, uh, it's huge. There can be a grieving around what life used to feel like before you got it. And there's a big, there appears to be a really big sense of burden on those around them. It's huge. It's actually it's interesting that it's got such an emotional heaviness to it uh, and it's very real. So the emotional stress, which is my kind of thing, is we've got to look at things physically. However, that emotional stress, when we're really stressed out, uh, we we increase the acidity and, and everything in the body, which then can exacerbate symptoms. So we end up on this loop. So I want to talk about a few ways that you can help manage fibromyalgia from my naturopath thinking. And I know there's lots of other ways. I'm not talking about drugs or anything, just talking the things that I know and that I've helped people with. So um, let's dive in. First one, we need to still move our body. So exercise can help in many, many ways, but you've got to uh, 
work to whatever your pain levels and things are. So when uh, when you're really having a flare-up, it might be really useful to do something like gentle floor yoga. And I'll put a link in the notes. My wife, Alice, um, she has so many really cool classes in, in YouTube that you can find. I'll put a link in the show notes. So make sure you go there and check them out. You can just play along with videos. But when you're really, you still need to move. So whether your en- the energy has just been sucked out of you and that fatigue is extreme, you still need to move. In Chinese medicine, we say the way you get energy is to use energy. So if you're in that space, being able to still move your body, even if it's something with like gentle floor yoga, can help just increase that energy level and help to move lymphatic system, can release some endorphins, some happy hormones, and just get that bit of movement in it. It's really important. Number one, number two is is sleep. We have to get sleep. And fibromyalgia patients tend to have pretty crappy sleep because of the pain. So following normal kind of sleep routines, and, and even right back in my very first podcast, number one, I talk about sleep and stress. So maybe go back and check out podcast number one. So having a set sleep, you know, sleep schedule, watching things like caffeine and that, that can amplify up or you know interrupt sleep is really important using essential oils even something boring like lavender lavender is a great essential oil that helps with with that uh to help our nervous system you know settle uh and it's also great for helping our body deal with cortisol that stress hormone so even just having that in a diffuser in the bedroom is a great idea adaptogens before you go to bed is really important as well. Adaptogens are a class of herbs that help your body adapt to stress. And I'll put a link in the show notes to uh, some adaptogens I work up, I work with. Um, but if you want to know more about that, just send me a message or something. So that's really important, getting enough sleep, managing the stress. Like I said, long-term, you know, when, when we're in pain, it's huge because, uh, the symptoms of fibromyalgia, it's like our body's more vulnerable to them. So something can be uh, packaged well, like, you know, whatever, wherever, whatever your ache is, and all of a sudden you get a stress and it absolutely will amplify it in, you know, in, like that quick. It's crazy. So stress relaxation, whether it's uh, yoga and make sure you do the relaxation, the guided visualization after a yoga session, that Shavasana. There's great research now showing that non-sleep deep rest is incredibly beneficial to our physical and emotional health. So always do the Shavasana after a yoga session. Meditation, of course, and any kind of deep breathing exercises will help your body to manage stress as well. Adaptogens, as I said, that's number four. Number five, eat a healthy diet. So loaded with fresh fruits and veggies, clean, lean protein, the good fats. Uh, if there is any inflammation involved, wow, without a doubt, you're going to help to reduce that inflammation. So watch out for the refined and processed grains, the white bread, white rice, white pasta, increase the omega-3s. My favorite is flaxseed oil in your diet. If you're going to go for flaxseed oil, which is number six, fish or flaxseed oil, fish oils, uh, it's hard to find true deep water like cold water krill. So much fish oil is comes from farmed salmon and that's same as our body chemistry changes when we're stressed and animals does too. A bloody farmed fish, it's it's really crappy oil. Don't do it. Wear flaxseed oil. Get an organic flaxseed oil, really rich in omega-3s. If I was taking this the uh, the supplement, the capsules, if I was having a flare-up, I'd be doing three, three times a day after food. 
if uh, or if it's a loose oil, which you could add to a nutrition shake or something to make it easy, uh, you'd have about a teaspoon a day. So have a look at omega-3s if you've got fibre. I've had great success with people with that in the past. What's the stimulus? That's number six. So tea, coffee, alcohol, common sense, okay? They, they're always going to exacerbate things like uh, fibromyalgia. So are shitty sugars, so soft drinks and those kind of things too. Think about looking at some herbal supplements. Go to your health food shop, go and see a naturopath uh, and get some, some herbs. The classic herbs that we'd use for something like fibromyalgia, they're warming, they're relaxing, they move the energy around the muscles and stuff. Things like turmeric and ginger. Big fan of ginger. I am a ginger shot girl most days, definitely five days a week, just for all overall wellness. So fresh ginger juice is great. Uh, in the aromatherapy world, bosphalia, which is frankincense. So frankincense is a resin of a tree, and it's excellent for helping to reduce inflammation that's associated with pain. That's the thing. It's not normal kind of inflammation. It's the association or pain-associated inflammation, okay? Uh, and uh, you can dilute that down into something like a base oil or carrier oil, whichever you want to call it, carrier or base oil of argan oil, evening primrose, which is omega-6s, or St. John's wort. St. John's wort is a great uh, base oil, carrier oil, that you can put something like frankincense into as it's it's a wonderful nerve and pain-relieving base oil. Love St. John's wort oil. You're not going to get it the same taking the herb, but absolutely practical application, you know, massage in the area is important. Now, with everyone's pain, we all experience pain different. If you are relieved by heat, you're going to use warming essentials like all the spices, okay? Whereas if you've got pain that's relieved by cool, you know, like a, an ice pack, for instance, things like spearmint, lavender, German chamomile, uh, blue yarrow, blue cypress, any of the blue essential oils are all going to help. So you would dilute those down, follow the normal rules of aromatherapy when it comes to blending. If you can get hold of St. John's wort as a base oil, a carrier oil, that is just so good. Uh, that's going to help just in when you're having flare-ups just to manage that pain. And if you're doing something like having adaptogens as well, you're helping that emotional loop that keeps happening and our vagus nerve gets activated because we're on edge. We've got to be able to, to manage that. So maybe it's worth doing some adaptogens if you haven't tried that yet. So like everything, prevention is the key. You know your body. You know, no one else can tell you what's happening in a flare-up. You know it. You know what triggers it. You know what settles it down. Just be, you know, be gentle with yourself when you are having a flare-up. Talk to, you know, family and friends around you. Don't get that, I mean, you know, kind of release any thoughts that you're doing anything wrong. It's one of those imbalances that we just don't know enough about yet. So you manage you. Managing your stress is vital. The healthy life hack is exactly that. You know your body. Manage it and come from prevention the majority of the time if you can. So uh, stress herbs are really cool. That's probably the place to start, making sure you get better quality sleep, all those kind of things, because we, we deal with life better when we have a better quality sleep. So see what works for you. Go to the show notes. I'll put a link to my wife, Dr. Alice McKinnon, to her website so you can check out some of her her floor yoga, gentle yoga kind of uh, classes that you can watch are awesome. She's also got the guided visualization, shavasanas and things like that, that will help that non-sleep deep rest, that NSDR, that will be really beneficial to you as well. Anyway, head to the show notes, www.healthylifehacks.com.au and you'll be able to check out those links there. I want to thank you for being here today. 
If you enjoyed my podcast, please let me know by leaving a review on Apple Podcast. Every month, I draw one lucky person who leaves a review to have a free one-hour consultation with me. Be sure to subscribe to the show wherever you're tuning in from so that you always catch the next episode. I welcome your emails and you can write to me at podcast at healthylifehacks.com.au. Until next time, remember, when it comes to life, live it, love it, and get on with it.